0: Uh, welcome back everybody. Got ourselves another episode of the Banana Slam Jaren podcast where me and my boy Jaren be slamming some bananas. So, uh, this week no guest. I was, uh, pretty busy all last week, so I have no excuse other than I chose to do other things than find a guest, monkeys. So, how do you feel about that?
1: uh, You know, it happens. We all have those weeks. I, for yeah. one, took, like, this entire week off, because I streamed every day for a month and a half, and then I just started getting mad at Dota, so.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of right there, too. I think I, I don't know. I don't know if I need to take a break.
1: I mean, I don't I'm i definitely gonna, I, I'm probably gonna start streaming again tonight, I think. Either tonight or tomorrow. I haven't, I haven't decided yet, but. If you don't stream tonight,
0: I, your viewers will call you a liar, my friend.
1: Well, I mean, they do that anyways, so.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair enough fair enough okay guys so before we get into the actual podcast itself we are here to drumble special event for the podcast uh so what we have going on is that on the 29th we have a little partnership with prediction and such that will be Doing a live AMA where you guys are actually interacting with us during the podcast. There are tickets on sale if you guys want to be a part of it. Um, There's only 100 spots if people care. Uh, Exclamation point podcast event in chat. Um, I'm just going to quickly show it on screen here. If you guys do exclamation point podcast event and go to prediction.com, you can buy one of the tickets here. Ignore the light mode. There's going to be a cool little NFT that goes with it. It absolutely, you know, you could just toss it if you don't like it, or you could keep it forever and cherish it. It's up to you. It's mainly just for the tickets. But uh, there will be some perks, I guess, from the MNFT in future. But yes, it'll be on the 29th at 5 p.m. if you guys want to be a part of it. If not, all good. It will still be streamed. So if that does not interest you... Ah! i got to show monkeys here. <laughs> Oh, I moved the prediction. Ah, uh, This is failure now. Okay. If you... Oh, my gosh. Dude. <laughs> there we go. First try it. So if you guys uh, want to be a part of that, make sure you check it out. I'll be mentioning it on stream a decent amount um, between now and the 29th, which is 12 days. So it'll just be a little special episode of the podcast, a little something, something. But my man, Monkeys. That's me. I've got... I had a pretty fun week, dude. So, if you guys are new to the podcast, we talk a little bit about Dota. We talk a little bit about Sometimes. life. Yeah, we talk like 20% Dota, 80% life. It's more so meant to be a podcast about... You know, the fact that Dota people can have lives. And then we also end up talking about Dota anyways, because that's the way Dota people work. You know, we just... Inevitably, the conversation will go back to Dota. So... My, I'll start talking about my week because it was a really fun week. Um, uh, so what happened was the liquid team showed up. Um, I can't disclose all of it. I don't think, but Zai showed up. So he's here. Uh, Insania also said on Twitter that he was showing up too. So Blitz has been here. Jabs, the coach is here. So they also had Asa Butterfield. Do you know who that is? Monkeys? I do. Okay, so we had Asa Asa Butterfield here. That was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, He's the main actor in Sex Education, the show, if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, He's a part of Liquid. Like, he just does random content for them and stuff and represents them. Yeah, he's actually, like, signed with Liquid as, like, a representative or I don't know exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, Ambassador, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um So we did a, re- a really fun content piece that you guys will be seeing. Uh Me, Asa, and Aiden. It was recorded on Saturday. I don't want to say what it was because it'll literally ruin the surprise. But it was a lot of fun, so we did that. We had, like, a really fun time hanging out uh, throughout the course of the week. We all went to the gym together. I'm getting really swole, Monkeys. I'm just letting you know, like, we talked oh, about maybe. it that when we saw each other back in, like, July or whatever that you know we both had to whip ourselves into shape i'm doing my part uh it's up to you you know i don't know if uh i i
1: was know. doing really well until i have had my whatever problems Appa- apparently it's not like conclusively a hernia because i i got my ultrasound son but i don't know well we'll see what the cause what are the other options i i i don't know i haven't officially talked to my doctor yet i only talked to like the nurse or whoever was doing the ultrasound itself
0: ah i see okay so you know i'm trying to talk about a fun week and monkeys is here talking about this fucking hernia so you, <laughs> you know
1: re- you, up working out. you can't call me out like that when i'm injured man <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man I, I figured by now, you know, your body had, had like, gotten over it, you know? What? <laughs>
1: that's not... That's not how things work, PSJ. <laughs> I
0: feel like if I had that hernia for, like, a month, I'd be over it by now. Like, I'd it'd be really... Have gotten old, you know? Just just get yeah. better.
1: <laughs> just, just do better.
0: <laughs> but, uh... So last week was weird because we were doing stuff every day. We had like okay, so we had the chefs at the liquid facility are also like caterers. So on Wednesday we had a like four course meal prepared for us at the liquid facility by the Man. chefs. So that was pretty cool. Uh that was really nice. Um that was like the welcome back liquid players mm. and BSJ. So <laughs> uh so that was a lot of fun. Uh but it was a weird week because pretty much every day other than like two or three I had something going on. So I just didn't really stream all that much. I was on a hot streak before then and now I suck. Uh so that's life. I I think, you know, on Saturday I have the excuse that I was hungover from Friday. I, I can definitely make that excuse. <laughs> but the rest of the days I don't. I don't got a don't got an excuse, monkeys. So, how's the MMR doing? Did you say you you took a week off of streaming? Did you also take a week off of Dota? Uh,
1: I played a couple of the nights. I probably ended up playing like ten games off stream or something. Went like six and four. So it was like yeah. Acceptable. <laughs>
0: I feel like I should but play off stream, and then I think money.
1: I mean. It's like, I don't know, I just do it sometimes just to, like, make sure I still enjoy the game for the game, rather than, like...
0: Every time I've done it, I've enjoyed it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: I me as well, but I don't know. I kind of I kind of enjoy playing off-stream now, and then just, to re- like, remind myself that it's just 10 players in the game and everything, and just, you know, more it's focus true. on Dota stuff rather than stream stuff.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a constant battle I've been having for my entire career, uh, choosing to stream or not my games, knowing that I'll probably play better and also enjoy the game for just the game. Obviously, yeah. streaming has its perks, right? But uh, it takes a toll. I think it for me, it makes me really upset when uh, I'm doing something like unorthodox and the entire focus of like the chat and channel is just like flaming or whatever nah. whatever i'm doing you know i <laughs> feel like it definitely awkward. pigeonholes you into like the meta you know like you can't yeah, really yeah. try new shit i think over the years i lost my willingness to try new shit so trying to get that back but uh
1: unless you're me and just first pick brewmaster instead of over a 60% win rate
0: <laughs> can i actually fuck you by the way can I actually talk to you about the fact that I've lost, like, five to ten games in a row to a Broodmother? Like, Wait, brood pretty sh- mother?
2: Wait, Broodmother?
0: Brood Broodmother. Mo- brood Broodmother. Because this is another one of your heroes. Yeah. And I would like to say, I don't know you do this. Uh, it seems like something you would probably do. I land against the guy mid. I need God. to know if there's a counter to this. I land against him mid. Can I... I'm actually going to show you this. You're going to see it on your thing. I I need to show you this. This is literally going to be the first time we've pulled up a replay on the podcast. Okay, monkeys? I need you yeah. to see this shit. Tell me if you've done this. I need to know. I don't know if it only works with Brood, because I've seen people do it with techies a little bit when it comes to mines. Um, oh, st-
1: stacking your spiderlings into one unit hitbox?
0: No, he's... Watch watch this fucking lane, dude. Where, where's, where's the fucking. Oh, okay. Fast forward here. Let's get to this. I, I need you to see this one. Mo- you, you see my screen, right, monkeys? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where is it here? So, like, I'm gonna try to CS this range creep. I think it is. Yes. Look what this guy fucking does. Oh,
1: does he just put his body on top of it so you can't right-click him? I
0: literally can't or right-click him? the fucking creep! I-I just <laughs> right-click him! He did this consistently! I actually didn't know how to deal with it! Is this yeah, like Broodmother's that's... hitbox being fucking massive or something? Like,
1: Well, well, it's because her hitbox is bigger, and she has no collision, so she can- Oh, a... she has no collision, so she specifically
0: yeah. can do this shit! Yeah, he yeah. does it again here! Well, let me see, where does he do it again? Man, it was fucking annoying. Yeah, he does. He just does it every time. He just puts his hero on top of the fucking creep. Yeah, I literally had the burrow strike this range creep. Look at this, I had the burrow strike the range creep because I can't <laughs> click it, dude. Like, what the fuck? I've never seen this before. Look at this. I mean, that,
1: that, that's definitely clever for mid. I don't, you can't really do that in the off lane because you take way too much damage from two heroes hitting you. Like, look like, at this shit. Minions. I had the yeah. burrow
0: strike a range creep, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying that it uh, it no, definitely no, that, that's a cool trick. That's it cool. was it was frustrating. I figured if you didn't do it, you would find it interesting at the very least. So that was my ventilation for today. <laughs> this guy, I think he's Smurfing because he's got he's like bronze tier brood, rank 400, and he's doing shit like that. So. Yeah, I, I mean, look really I'm good. pretty sure, pretty sure that's What, a snurf. Uh,
1: what item build does the beard go that you lose to?
0: Uh, Orb of Corrosion, Treads, Orchid, BKB is what he's been doing. All right, interesting.
3: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
0: Uh, I mean, I
1: I, I want Brood to work again. I just, like, I don't know. My style of playing Brood is completely dead, and I don't really feel like teaching myself a new way to play.
0: (laughs) That is really annoying, I imagine, because I was talking about this earlier. Like, okay, this is actually a great segue. This is in my notes. I'm really glad you brought it up conveniently. Um, so I'll ask you, so I mentioned earlier that, like, Slark used to get played a specific way, and I feel like for a while, I always was in denial, anytime I thought Slark might be decent, I would always say, nah, this hero's kind of shit, and it was like, because I would try it, and I would try to play him like the old Slark, you know, and, uh, I would lose, and I was just like, I feel like when you're playing a hero a bajillion times, and then they get, like, conceptually remade, you know, an example, Ursa. You know, five years ago, six years ago, he was, like, a lane-dominating carry, and now he's, like, kind of weak in lane, but then he comes online really hard in, like, the mid-game. So I have to imagine Broodmother might have to be, like, the most annoying hero to, like, remain relevant, right? Like, isn't that the literal worst? How many times have they reworked her?
1: So many times. Like, Like, so many times. (laughs) <laughs> like four, like four, maybe five.
0: Yeah, and they're all pretty like, drastic, like, right? Like,
1: yeah, that, that there is an iteration of her that your webs gave you invisibility, but I if you this. took damage, then you lost your no collision and move speed and invisibility in the webs. So like, you had to completely like make sure your hero wasn't taking any damage. Whatsoever. And your spiders
0: like, lost it too, right? Your spiders yeah, 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 yeah. and took yeah.
1: And Bro- Brood was actually kind of considered a TA counter because if TA would not one shot all of the spiderlings, they would all lose collision and just surround TA. So there would just oh. be like a giant circle around, and then she can't one shot side Cy- side blade the spiderlings anymore. <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> Damn. But Damn, yeah, okay. like there's that iteration, and you know, I'm not gonna name every single Brood iteration there's been, but that was like the the iteration that i started brood on so there's been a lot since then
0: (laughs) yeah somebody's asking so like what made you choose broodmother monkeys what made you uh what why why is she one of your main story
1: actually because uh team archon the team that i qualified for the shanghai major with um they need they basically wanted to try me out as their mid player because they were gonna kick uh susie rioya and so fluff and stuff and moo you know they were kind of like the drafters on archon and like they made the majority of the decisions and uh we were playing the open qualifiers for one of the majors because they made a player swap outside of the roster locks or whatever so we had to go through opens and we were we were just playing open qualifiers and fluff asked he's like "Hey, monkeys." do you play brood mother and moo just instantly responds oh yeah monkeys is a a great brood you can just like pick and brood whenever he'll he'll just solo carry the game and i was like i am (laughs) i play brood (laughs) had had, you ever
0: actually played brood
1: i mean i had i had maybe like 30 games on the hero or something in pubs and like i guess i had a kind of decent win rate but i was in no way like confident on the hero i would like would just sometimes play her as like a
0: test so you had to make sure mood didn't look like a dumbass and like spam the shit out of it
1: well and then throughout the entire open qualifier fluff just is first picking me brood like every game (laughs) it's like you know a brood sounds really good right now and i'm like uh, all right i guess you can pick me brood So That's, uh... I literally played brood until, like, the top four, and then we lost to, like, some South American team because that was when the Americas were combined into one region.
0: Yeah, I feel like I remember that story vaguely. And, I think you but, told yeah, it to me back at, like, VGJ or something like, <laughs> like, like years but, ago. But,
1: yeah. And then a- after that open qualifier, I was like, all right, I guess I'll learn the hero that my team thinks I'm really good at. So then I started spamming it in pubs. So I was like actually a decent brute, And then I qualified for a major with it. So
0: <laughs> That's like when you're trying to uh, impress a girl and you tell her you're like really good at something and you're like not actually good at it. <laughs> and then you and then like, you know, you end up dating her or something like goes on longer than you expected. And you're like, shit, I, I guess I got to learn this shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> gotta take some lessons i remember i, I
1: mean I, I didn't i didn't want to like make or, or, or say i couldn't play the hero that moose seemed like confident i could play so i was just like yeah I, yeah i'm i can do it no worries i got the micro right down
0: <laughs> yeah uh that i remember seeing a reddit post about some or it was like a tweet some guy said like hey guys i told a girl i was really good at chess she said she wants to play me later you know how do i do this <laughs> <laughs> and uh and somebody's res- the reason why it was on Reddit is because the response was fucking genius the guy said have her play white load up against a computer and then do whatever the computer like have like make her moves against the computer as white <laughs> and then do whatever the computer does That's Genius, actually I was like I'm fucking using that one at some point. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I mean that was uh that was impressive, right? That that, that was like one of those like 90,000 upvote Reddit threads that you uh
1: that's genuinely
0: hilarious. You just, yeah, you just, you, you got to give it props. That guy thought that through. He he he, he was a problem solver, you know.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure.
0: So, where were we, monkeys?
1: I just told you the story of how I learned Brood, or how I got into Brood, because you you asked me.
0: Yeah, I feel like every, you know, people ask about your screen name, people ask about, like, how you pick these heroes. You know, it all has a story. And it's really funny, because you look at my game history, and you see 300 or something Huskar games. A lot of Huskar games. (laughs) And pretty much all of them are, like, three years ago plus. I'm pretty sure my last yeah. 20 Huskar games I've been across like three years, four years and they're all almost all losses. Because I, like, I never really learned the hero. Because he's similar to Brood, right? Where he, he's been conceptually reworked like... A lot. <laughs> a lot. I remember when I just started playing Huskar was when your passive gave I think damage to it was like a shit ton of attack speed. The strategy was to just rush Morbid. Like, you'd go no fucking items. You'd go, like, stats.
1: Oh, yeah, you, and then you'd get, like, a Satanic or something. Yeah,
0: you you just, no, you rushed Helm of the Dominator. I don't remember if it built into uh, Satanic, but yeah, yeah. I think it did build into Satanic, but you rushed Helm of the Dominator, and you just went zero zero four 4 with stats. um, And, like, I remember back when I was, like, super noob that if you got off to a decent start, you'd just be laning versus, like, three people and kill them all. Um, So that was always really fun to me. I thought that was really cool. And then they reworked Huskar to be the um, magic resistant Yeah, Huskar. Uh, If nobody remembers. Yeah, so not many people remember this stage, but there was, like, a year and a half where when they made Huskar that way... That he had 99.99% magic resistance at less than like 5% HP or something. I remember testing it in a, in a demo. You could have what the fuck mode on, Dagon 5 E-Blade, Skywrath Mage Ulti being spammed. And if Huskar used his Q, you would not kill him.
1: <laughs> I remember yeah, being like so nutty. <laughs> it
0: was literally impossible to kill Huskar <laughs> with magic damage. And at the time, like, that time was when I was on... I just started playing competitive, was towards the end of this period. And, uh... I, I swear, it was like... It was like similar to the situation with Troll Warlord, where... They buffed him, like, ten times or whatever, and just none of... I feel like every hero by now's kind of hit that period. Where... Do you know what I mean? Where before these patches... Um these heroes were literally never played in, like, all of Dota 2. You know, the hero just was ignored. Like, nobody in competitive had ever picked Huskar or Troll Warlord or anything like that. And so, like, when Troll got buffed, I knew he was broken because I played Troll. He's one of my favorite heroes. He was the reason I made top 10 in NA at the the time when MMR came out because I just spammed Troll Warlord and nobody picked him. Um, And then Huskar too. I got like, I was seven for seven in competitive Dota. Like my first seven games playing Huskar um, when I was on Summer's Rift. And I was trying to tell Arteezy and shit. Dude, I was trying to tell Arteezy, man, when we were at the LAN, I'm like, dude, this hero's broken, dude. Um, And nobody picked it. And then right before TI, they nerfed it. I was like, nobody's even picking this fucking hero. And they nerfed it. To 86%. And I was like, or it's like, at, at the, it's the same hero, but at max resistance, he's at 86% rather than 99.999%. Yeah. So you would actually die to shit. But then all of a sudden, people were picking Huskar, and I was just so confused. I was like, he literally got like banned every single game or something, that patch. Mm. Um, you know, I really don't know where I was going with this but there have been so many iterations of Huskar and what i'm getting at here is i've played like 300 games of him plus and i fucking suck at that hero now i'm pretty good at armlet toggling cuz of the hero um there okay I, I i'm the just cut me off if i'm being obnoxious monkeys so there was a period of time where huskar could or any hero that had an orb could attack with ghost scepter on do you remember that
1: i Vaguely remember that. So,
0: like OD, Viper, Huskar, yeah, Drow, yeah, yeah, yeah. they could all attack could if they had Ghost Scepter. Scepter on. So, there was a brief period where that was in the game and <laughs> Huskar. Like saying, okay. Yes, yes. And Huskar had 99.9% magic resistance. Yeah. I'm okay. Sure so, very... my build was <laughs> Tranquil Boots because they were about when they had an active. Tranquil Boots, Armlet, Ghost Scepter, Dagon 5. Okay, that was my build. And I would straight up be a, you know, 5% HP Huskar with Ghost Scepter on, who during the Ghost Scepter is literally unkillable. Like, you cannot kill me, because they're like, you know, unless you dispelled the Ghost Scepter, but, you know, back then people are like, 2K MMR, they're not fucking... Dispelling my no, ghost up there. No
1: one buys defusal, which is just the most.
0: Personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nobody, just, nobody ever purged it or whatever. And I would just be attacking with like 600 attack speed at 5% HP. And then I would just ult them and dag on them. That was just the. <laughs> it was the funniest shit. And I swear, I look at these games and I'm like, I probably had like a 70% win rate doing that shit. Okay. I, I had like. It was massively high win rate. And I just think to myself, I look back, like, I was a sick fuck, but at the same time, I played 100 games at least doing this, and I didn't get any better. I didn't learn anything about Dota. I also had my period where I played Jungle Doom with Midas Rush, and if we lost, it was always my team not making enough space for me. That was always the reason.
1: I have over 900 games on Pudge, and I certainly did not learn, like, a single thing about Dota (laughs) in any of those games. I I mean, like it's crazy when you when you bring up like old heroes that you used to play or whatever, because like you you had a you had a mid player sin as well, uh, and now like you have an you have had an offlane sin that you're like you still kind of dabble in offlane, and you know you're obviously mainly a carry, but like I had four years I was a mid player. I have over a thousand games on Storm with like a sixty five percent win rate, and like. I I was like so good at Storm back in the day, but you know now I I mean like I can still play the hero and you know kind of still understand it because Storm as like a hero hasn't really changed too much since I was playing it four years ago, right? Just when I was playing, Bloodstone had a had a suicide active, so you never fed your kill streaks and you know that felt. Oh really yes, good. the suicide
0: Bloodstone. <laughs>
1: I, I i loved playing storm when bloodstone did that because i it would be off cooldown i'd be like what's the worst that can happen you know i'm not gonna beat any gold
0: and then you think about the time where that overlapped with the respawn talents and you had yeah. lena's mid going rushing bloodstone and then yeah. if they they if they were got caught out they just kill themselves with the bloodstone and their respawn would be like 15 seconds
1: yep, <sighs> those are the days big fan of storm in <laughs> and and zip was like less percentage mana as well so you could literally zip from like your fountain to Lair fountain reliably with like th- three or four items
0: <laughs> there's been some funny moments in the history of dota 2 yeah remember when shrapnel did damage to towers
1: i do remember that that was so obnoxious that was when sniper was like actually good right
0: no, the, sadly, he was actually bad before. Maybe he was good, but nobody picked him. And then what happened was they reworked that sniper because that was back when he just had one charge of shrapnel. It was like 12-second cooldown or something, and it uh-huh. killed buildings. And then they reworked him to be the three-charge shrapnel, and that was 6.83 sniper was when they uh-huh. reworked him to have. And the, and, the sh- and the shrapnel had no delay on the shrapnel, so you could just like... The second somebody stepped out of position, you just shrapnel them and they would just get caught in like the full duration of the shrapnel. Yeah. So, and you had three charges. I remember pretty much every sniper at level three would solo kill the enemy mid uh, with three <laughs> that's shrapnel actually, charges. That's nutty. <laughs> yeah, that, that patch, when you see troll sniper getting first rounded, like first pick troll, second pick sniper, you know there's a serious issue with, with the balance of the game.
1: Yeah, so has definitely come a long way over the last five years or so.
0: I was watching my own video, by the way. This happened like two weeks ago. I was watching my old Slark guide. Um, I don't really know old? why. I don't really know why I watched it. Go ahead, were you going to say something?
1: How, how old was the Slark guide?
0: This is like the year I started streaming. So oh, okay. like six, seven years ago. All right, all right. Um. So I was watching my own Slark guide and I was like tabbing through it a little bit and uh, I was talking about how Slark was like a good pick against Brood and I was using a competitive game against Bulba and I was like solo laning against the Brood and I'm myself I'm just like being instructional talking about my items talking about Slark being good against Brood and I'm just watching this game. Like, I'm watching it now. And I, I'm like, what am I talking about? I'm getting fucking dumpstered. I'm like, I'm getting dumpstered in the lane. And uh, I think I said I'm getting trashed is what I said. I'm like, what am, What do you mean? this?" Or no, I said this lane is trash is like what I said. And then... I shit you not, like, 15 seconds later, after all my stupid shit that I was saying, I said, let's check and see the net worths. Oh, man, this lane is trash. Like, I checked the net worth, and I was losing by, like, 1,400 gold 1v1 (laughs) against Broodmother at, like, five minutes into the game or something. And uh, I was just laughing because I was... I mean, six-year-old me said the exact same phrase, but just, like, didn't realize how bad it was. Oh, man. It was so funny.
1: I I truly wish that I, like, had just gotten into YouTube for, like, the eight years of my streaming career, because there, there's just... For the sake, sake of funny- having some VODs? Yeah, like, there's just been some funny moments in in the history of, you know, me just fucking around with friends and playing dota and you know i just I, I feel like it would be fun to be able to like go back and see see some of that but you know twitch has cleared some all of the old vods like
0: yeah it's like anything over yeah, a few like, months or something or like yeah. a few years i guess is 100 percent gone and like even if yeah. you saved it it's gone i had dude there was that one clip i had of jube in the background when we were at the team freedom house <laughs> i and remember you remember that. this right jube just in the back saying shut the fuck up dubu shut the fuck up dubu shut the fuck up dubu shut the fuck up shut the
1: fuck up dubu. I, I, I Do remember?
0: <laughs> oh my god i had a command for it for the longest time that was like f you know stfu dubu or something yeah and uh <laughs> It took like 4 or 5 years for Twitch to like finally delete the clip, but I was really sad one day when I just found the, length, the, length, the, the clip the was just work. gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget it, man. I'll never forget it.
1: They those were good times. Those were simpler times.
0: They were simpler times, monkeys. <laughs>
1: Back when NA actually had a player base.
0: <laughs> True that, my friend. True I think that. I, I
1: think it was like I think Moon Meander was saying in a Discord that we're both in or something that like at NA pubs used to be like there used to be one NA pub for every like seven EU pubs or something. Or like high high MMR games or something like that. But now it's like there's one n a pub for every like fourteen e u games, so we're just like we're losing our player base like so fucking hard.
0: <laughs> it really is sad. I'm not gonna lie. It's really sad, yeah, I mean I knew I kinda had to jump ship, sadly
1: <laughs> you did you did kind of just bail on out of here. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's not like I was, like, eager, but when I got the <laughs> offer, I'm like, yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's also liquid, like, I don't know. Liquid, no, I uh, know. I
0: mean, of course, I'm very, like, the offer itself was just awesome. It's just like... Yeah. I mean, the, the yeah. thing for me in yeah. NA is it just it's felt not, like the region like as the a whole... Bonus. Yeah, they, the region as a whole just felt like, uh... It just felt like every game was the same people. If you had like one bad player on your team where you got in an argument with them, you would be in the next six games with them. And to me, that's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty true. I, I will say I like it when Arteezy streams because you snipe one Arteezy game and you usually consistently are like dragging like a a, a solid group of high MMR players along and you don't. I mean, like, obviously, sometimes it gets broken up or whatever. Or you miss the queue because more than ten players or whatever of high MMR are going to be queuing at the same time. But, have you been sniping but...
0: monkeys? Have you ever, Have you been sniping Artzi?
1: I mean, this week I try Probably. to like I try to like start my stream as I'm queuing at the same time as them, and if I hit them, great. If not, oh well, and then just move on. But. You know, I try. I try to like start in the high MMR games to see how long I can stay in them, because you know I climb from like rank one forty to rank thirty in a month. But then I nice just flex, stopped, bro. Often join Dota, so I, I took a week off. But I, I I'm I'm eager to play again. I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into it. And I have to flex on you a little bit, BSJ. I mean,
0: yeah, my MMR is pretty shit right now. I was on such a nice streak, <laughs> and a lot of these games, what I I find is my issue now is, um, uh, uh, honestly, I mean, I'm gonna look at my games. Actually, I need to think of what my my issue is here. I feel like. I don't even know, man. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> that's I it. mean,
1: so sometimes you just, I don't know. Sometimes it just takes a little to get back into the swing of Dota. Like, Yeah, because, I, I mean, it really is, when you're playing Dota, you have to, like, genuinely be thinking about so many different things simultaneously and, like, flawlessly. And that's not, like, a normal thing most people do in their everyday life when they're not playing Dota, I feel. So when you take, like, a week off of Dota... You know, you're probably only focused on a couple of things that are, like, in your immediate attention or whatever. And then you go, go back to Dota after a week, and you're like, oh shit, I gotta do 11 things at once, I forgot. <laughs> it's
0: very true. Very true. I feel like today, specifically, my issue has been, like, I'm just on such a different page from my teammates, and I don't really know why. Like, today today that happened. Like, every game, I'm literally just, like, really confused on what my teammates are doing, um and it's like i'm not even sure who's right or wrong it's literally just like i think we're supposed to fight and nobody wants to fight i think we're not supposed to fight and people are like running in as three i'm like i don't i'm just not i don't know if i need to communicate better i feel like some days are worse than others because it's like the last three or four days i lost mmr and i didn't think i was playing very well so like for me it's like okay you know not playing all that well lost mmr Today's, yeah. like, one of those days where I felt like I played pretty well and every game was just really fucking hard, except for, like, I, one. I know those
1: days. I know those yeah. days all too well.
0: That was today. So, I mean, I went four and six. It wasn't, like, terrible, but um, just felt I, like I every mean, game was super hard.
1: Dude, BSJ, I had a day. Uh, it was one of my really long streams, but, I, I like, I was feeling really good. And I was shitting on my, like, every lane I played, I would be, like, one5 maybe maybe more gold ahead of the carry like every single game i i was like winning lanes with brewmaster i was playing Furion. and i think i lost like 12 games or something just due to a, a teammate like giving up by 15 minutes because you know they they didn't get their stacked camp or something <laughs> and they had a, a temper tantrum and i'm just like I swear, I am just like doing so well right now. <laughs> I'm just losing every game, <laughs> and like lo- those are the days that are the hardest to come back from. I-, I think I ended up winning like eight eight games in the end. I, I literally played twenty games on stream, <laughs> so I went like eight and twelve. So it wasn't the worst, the worst showing or whatever, but it was That's just a lot like of games. yeah. I mean, I-, I I I grinded pretty hard. I had a few eighteen hour,
0: twenty hour streams. Yeah, i don't know how you do that man that's fucking psychotic to me <laughs> that's like straight up psychotic for me i feel like after 10 hours i'm pretty dead usually like uh, i'm starting to lose brain function around 10 hours yeah so to imagine I, I going mean, like another double of that
1: <laughs> i mean I, I definitely i definitely only do it on the days that i'm like i'm genuinely feeling good enough to do it like if if by 10 hours of dota i'm just like i i can't focus on the things i need to focus on because i can literally tell immediately in a game if by like five minutes i am making the most basic mistakes that like i shouldn't be making and whatever i'll just be like all right you gotta you gotta stop after this year <laughs> you're not doing the things that you need to do to win games <laughs> so uh you know that, that that's kind of like my mentality but if if i hit like 12 hours and i'm still doing all of the small things correctly i'm just like why not just keep going like you're you're not you're not failing too hard or anything
0: (laughs) yeah i never i'm still still trying to deliberate to myself exactly when i'm supposed to stop yeah that's like because you want to put in the volume to make sure you're practicing heroes to make sure you're like you know keeping up um but then you also don't want to like play too much because then you like you said you start it's like, even when I feel like I'm slightly aware that I'm playing potentially below, it's like, man, there's just so many factors. Do you wait 10 minutes? Do you wait five minutes? Do you stop? Do you wait an yeah. hour? Um,
1: That's something I've actually been doing after like six to eight hours of streaming. I just take my dogs for like a 10 minute walk and then come and back. And you just and leave just...
0: the stream in a pub or something?
1: Yeah. and I, just I was like, doing
0: that for a little while where I went to dinner at the facility where I'd just take a quick bike ride to the facility and then go pick up some dinner it'd be like a 45 minute break yeah um i would just leave the stream on for like a pub um maybe i should do that again that was nice i definitely,
1: I definitely think it's healthy at, at least for me you know just get, get outside like once or twice a day and you know i just go for a little 10 minute walks and actually get some movement in
0: I'm getting a lot of movement in, actually. Like, I'm getting outside a pretty good amount. It's just a matter of doing it during the stream itself. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I taking, mean, like, it, a it quick break.
1: Just, yeah, it resets you, I feel, like, emotionally. Because you just, you walk outside for a bit, and you're like, oh, yeah, not everything's about Dota.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's pretty crazy how engulfed you get. It's pretty nuts, to be honest. Yeah. Uh... Man, it's actually it's actually trippy how quickly it happens over, like, three or four days, I'd say. Where, like, you play a little bit too much Dota, and you just feel like your entire life revolves around Dota. And then you yeah. just have, like, one day you don't play Dota, and you're like, oh, there is other parts to my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange.
1: I mean, I was... I just... where, I... Go
0: ahead, go ahead.
1: No no, how are you?
0: I was going to say when I started working out it felt like I was less invested in the success of my Dota games because I felt like my self-worth was less determined by winning Dota games.
1: Yeah. So I think definitely having I other like
0: things it. going on. You're saying you're going to work out, you work out because of that?
1: Yeah, that's a big reason why I work out. Just cuz, you know, it makes me feel better about myself and I don't put all of my the self worth on my rank or mmr or whatever. Although that's part of that's part of why I haven't looked at my mmr in over a year cuz I just I don't want to like upset You haven't looked
0: game. at your mmr in over a year? Yeah. Wow. Don't you want to like look at your stats page just to see your heroes though?
1: No, I I think I think it'll be kind of interesting if I like just wait to look at it for a long time and see how much it's changed cuz you know, the last time I looked at it the majority of my like high, high heroes played are like mid heroes and, and like some carry like Terror Blades in there, Storms in there, <laughs> Ta's in there.
0: Wait, really? <laughs> wow. I
1: think I think Ta's up there. I don't. I, I was a mid player for four years. VSJ. I, I I went to a major as a mid player.
0: So what's the plan? Are you never looking at your MMR again? Or
1: no. I mean, I I want to. I want to see it when it hits 10K, you know, because I, I know I'm going to get 10K at some point.
0: Have you been 10K K before?
1: 10K. No, I've never been 10K. My, my, my highest the last time, or like my highest when I was looking at my MMR was like nine point nine point four I think. But I, I think I've surpassed that. I think I'm already past that. I don't know for sure, obviously, but I, th- I think I'm higher than that.
0: Okay, respect respect I don't know how you do it man you just spam a lot of the same heroes and it's impressive I watched your brewmaster game somebody was mentioning it the one where you were like 21 kills and two deaths and you lost yeah (laughs) you literally were like ulted 90% of the game and you were just constantly microing your ult and I was just like how the fuck is he doing this it's like 55 minutes into the game and you've just been ulted for the last 20 minutes or some shit
1: because I love, I love challenging myself, BSJ.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, know, that's just a lot of fucking units to control. Fruit,
1: uh, Brewmaster is my proof that if there was just five me's on a team, it would be, it would be exactly
0: no four of me. You know, <laughs> uh, there was a there was that Reddit thread of like, you know, un, literally unplayable, and it's Brewmaster saying three of me, and he spawns the void. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice meme i appreciated that one
1: yeah i i mean it is it is funny when when you get your shard and you just you're just yelling three of me over and over and just four of you pop up, you're like ha! Ah, i've got you now
0: <laughs> hustled idiot <laughs> but yeah i man. feel like i feel like uh I, I was like critiquing my own teamfight play and I was like I'm realizing that the reason I think I'm bad at team fighting is first off in NA there's not too many team fights, but also as like, a carry, you don't get as much teamfight practice as offlaners do. Like I think when I played offline I was a better teamfighter. And then I also realized I'm kinda just picking random heroes rather than like picking heroes I'm really good at. And I like I played Slark the other day and I'm like, damn, my team fighting on Slark's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> turns out if you just play a hero a lot of times you kind of just know what to do yeah i i mean that's kind of fights. my
1: uh that's kind of my approach to learning dota because like i mean you know i i have been called like a two hero spammer for my entire career of dota which is in, like 10 years now or something in, in dota 2 at least and it's like people have literally named like 20 different heroes that i spam over the years that like, you
0: are those the two hero heroes spammer? Yeah,
1: those are like the only heroes that i can play and i'm like i i feel, I feel
0: like... like every patch you are though i feel like you <laughs> are mean, every patch you're a two hero spammer is that wrong
1: i mean i like i don't know i eventually switched switch things up like before before i started spamming brew i was spamming dazzle a lot off lane i was just first picking how dazzle. did that go I had like a little over a 50% win rate. It was like, it was fine. It definitely wasn't like good, but it was fine. <laughs> I could make it work. <laughs> but then, but then I got bored of Dazzle because like it wasn't easy wins. So then I started messing around with Brewmaster. And after like 20 games on Brew, I was like, oh, I, I feel like I can reliably be really obnoxious with this. So then I just started spamming Brewmaster. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You do that pretty much every patch. I've noticed it over the course of the time I've known you. You pick like two or three heroes and I look at your game history and like 90% of them every patch are those two or three heroes. I mean, it's different heroes. So it's not like saying you're limited. You just you seem to like to perfect a specific craft.
1: Well, well, that, that that's kind of how I view it for like competitive Dota because I, I mean not to even say I'm like super hard going to be trying to compete. I, I don't know. Maybe I will again at some point, but I feel like for competitive Dota, like it's it's really useful to just be really good at the heroes that you that you pick, right? So like I have just try to make that list of heroes as as extensive as possible. So you know, because a lot of people they will just like first phase ban Batrider against me, or like pretty much every competitive team I've ever played against <laughs> has first just first ban Batrider against me, no matter the patch. So it's like. I want my other heroes to kind of, like, be close to that level, right? Because then true, then people actually have to, you know, think about what they want to ban.
0: Yeah, it be the next Collapse. Play, like, three heroes at TI and, and win it. Yeah. Not everyone I mean, has to be Yathro playing 15 different heroes or whatever. <laughs> mm. Every team needs, like, a couple of each, you know? You need, like, staple picks that the whole team knows how to play around, and then you also need the the guy that can kind of pick the perfect hero for the situation.
1: Yeah. Well, and also, like, I don't think Brewmaster is broken right now, right? That's the, like I think his laning stage is super weak, and like if you try if you try and play Brewmaster competitively, like competitive teams are just shit on Brew and lane, and they're not really gonna struggle against them. like I've tried Brew in high MMR pubs against Arteezy and stuff, and I just like lose the lane so hard, and I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating. <laughs> like I need to figure out a way, is like on how to enable this hero in lane, but it's just it's so difficult to do. So like i don't think brew is brew itself is broken either but like i'm getting good at it when i think it's going to get buffed more from here right so
0: yeah then, i mean he's definitely due yeah. for a buff yeah
1: yeah so, so then there's going to be you know some patch in the future that brew gets buffed and i'm like all right this is my patch now baby
0: <laughs> respect <laughs> respect what's uh what's your plans for the the holidays coming up monkeys? I, I don't
1: really have any plans. I you know, probably gonna just spend it with my mother and maybe that's my nice. father. I don't I don't know. My dad is like traveling 75% of the time nowadays.
0: So. Damn. <laughs> traveling that much during COVID, that's crazy. A lot of people aren't doing that. I,
1: I I mean, it's not like he doesn't necessarily go like super far or whatever, but like he He likes listening to a lot of, like, live music and stuff, so he's, like, kind of been getting back into that.
0: Okay. Wait, so he doesn't have to travel? He's just going? I I, I mean,
1: you know, he he travels, like, maybe drives, like, four hours or something, so he's still, like, within state or, you know. I see. not necessarily, flying everywhere or whatever.
0: Dude, in Europe, if you drive for four hours, you're in, like, three countries over.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I know. I've been there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird. It definitely takes some getting used to. I can just hop on a train to London in, like, three hours.
1: Yeah. But that's also, like, super cool, because you can just, like, London was great when we were there for that Red Bull tournament, was it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we the, 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 the Red... We the... went to a lot of lands on runes that we shouldn't uh, have uh...
0: <laughs> And it was all because 747 wanted to solo kill me as Alchemist.
1: Yep. <laughs> good times. Good times. We got like four we got like four lands off of that.
0: Just for the story, you know, this is we're we're about hitting the hour mark, but TLDR, we made it to the minor because the team team at the time was ahead of us by a pretty massive lead, pretty unthrowable lead, and seven four seven and I don't really get along. Uh and he attempted to solo kill me as Alchemist mid with like double the net worth of anyone else in the game when his entire team was like showing on a tower on the opposite side of the map. He did it twice and died both times uh, in the final game of a best of three. And because like it was straight up like, hate, like he was just trying to kill me. I'm pretty sure if it was any other carry player, he wouldn't have gone for the kill. And he tried to kill me, and they ended up losing the game off of it. And then we qualified to the minor. And then because we beat them and qualified for the minor, we got invited to like three or four other lands, and just lost all of them.
1: We, we literally did not win a single game. I think we won one at Red Bull. We won. Right yeah, we
0: won because we were the first team yeah, to spec to do the Specter Alk strat cuz you yeah. could swap out heroes so you'd be alk <laughs> and you'd rush radiance and then you'd swap it out for a, a, a specter so you'd have like a 9 minute radiance on specter. Yeah, yeah, that was that was nice. That was a good that time. Was, very happy to uh I actually thought of that, I think. Maybe. We also did the broodmother abuse and like I overplayed my hero and fed and then every other team used the strategy and beat us with it. Yep. <laughs> oh man.
1: We 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 set the meta for that land.
0: We really did and we managed to still get last. <laughs> we straight up came with like we came up with like every creative hero swap idea in the game. And we still lost miserably. But uh you know gotta put whatever you can on your resume. I'm pretty sure. mentally tired today. I think you can tell had a long day of pubs, That's but fine. you know, pretty chillax episode of the podcast um no fancy outro this time around. do you have any loving last words here for your the for the people at home monkeys
1: uh thank you for watching, everyone. We appreciate you.
0: That was so garbage.
1: What? Why? No, nah, it was
0: actually pretty good. That was very nice and genuine, guys. Hearts and <laughs> chat for our boy monkeys. We appreciate it. Uh it's always nice spending time with you, buddy. I just yeah, today's a weird day. I feel mentally.
1: We all have those days, man. You know it's what I all mean? Good.
0: But once again, guys, check out exclamation point podcast event if you are interested in being a part of the live AMA. It's like $12 for a ticket, and you get some other perks with it, too. Uh, it'll be taking place on the 29th. Um, be a lot of reminders in chat. It'll be you able to actually talk to us and stuff in a chat room. So. I wish I sounded more excited about it. It is going to be a lot of fun, I think. Just right now, it's really hard to uh, feign excitement. It'll be great. BSJ. It'll be fantabulistic. Expealidocious is tentatively how I like to think about it but okay buddy until next time see you next week i will uh make sure we do it on monday and i'll find a lovely guest all so. right
1: sounds good have a good week
0: Thanks. see you
1: buddy bye